I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, Jason Jones giving us a little uh, March Madness. It is the most wonderful time of the year, and uh, while it may be a little frosty at the Jones house uh, this evening, uh, I think his he's going to be happy. I think his Terrapins are actually going to beat Alabama tonight. A little bit of an upset, a lot of upsets going on. And uh, always fun to watch how that uh, comes apart, the bracket uh, dismantling for most uh, everybody. And I don't think there's any perfect brackets left, uh, which I think has to be the earliest that's ever uh, happened with all the upsets. It was almost like we had two years of upsets all pent up and uh, and happening over the weekend. So lots of good stuff going on there. We'll keep you posted here on KSL News Radio throughout the day today with any uh, important March Madness updates coming along. Uh, but we're going to go to Utah County uh, right now. There's a uh, change in the air, of course. Uh, last week it was uh, announced that Tanner Ainge, who had been serving as a Utah County commissioner, uh, was going to leave his post, step down, and uh, join Governor Spencer Cox's team on the uh, Economic Development Board, which, of course, will create an opening on that Utah County commissioner seat. And uh, one of those uh, who is interested in uh, eyeing that particular spot is uh, Amelia Powers, uh, Gardner, who I always have to get that right, Amelia. I'm so used to saying Amelia Powers. <laughs> Old habits right. die hard. Tell tell your husband I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Tobin will be. A, Tobin appreciates you adding the Gardner. Okay, good. Uh, Tobin is great. And uh, as, as you look at that, you know, as I always look at uh, people who are going to to run for a different office than they are currently in, uh, I'm always looking at okay, what is it? Uh, not the resume, but what is it? What are the principles that really drive uh, this person? What is it that makes a difference? And uh, Amelia, as you uh, jump into this race, which will be a really short race and uh, decided by the Utah County uh, uh, Central Committee, uh, as you look at that, uh, one of the things that you've really let out on is innovation. Innovation seems to be uh, your go-to strategy and principle. Uh, one of the things that you've said that uh, has just always stuck with me is that if a government agency hasn't innovated in the last decade, they're not saving taxpayer dollars, they're costing you uh, by not innovating. And uh, tell us just a little bit about that. Yeah, um, I am a firm believer that as technology creates efficiencies, if we're not adopting that technology, we're leaving efficiencies out. You know, here in Utah, we are experiencing a boom in our population, particularly here in Utah County. We're one of the fastest growing counties in the country. And if we're not utilizing innovation to become more efficient as our county grows and our population grows, we're not going to have a choice but to have our government grow unless we can find better ways to do things. And innovation is such a great way to implement efficiencies so that as our population grows, the size of our government doesn't have to. Mm. And that's uh, that's such a critical component to all of this. Uh, a lot of people get into elected office and they want to build something. They want to make they want to make more, and so they add uh, people and costs and so on. Uh, as you went into the uh, Utah County Clerk Auditor role, uh, you, you really inherited uh, a challenge. There were a, a lot of uh, dysfunctional pieces going on there, and uh, from mm-hmm. everything from from voting and registration uh, on down. 
Uh, tell us just some of the innovation, some of the strategies you deployed in that role uh, in making that office a little more effective, a little more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. So as you'll remember, Governor Herbert called this office the epicenter of dysfunction as I was coming in. And so I really had to clean up this epicenter of dysfunction. And I'll give you an example. In our marriage license and passport division, Now, ironically, I'm going to tell you, we became more efficient by adding some staff, but bear with me as I tell you this. So we did actually increase the footprint of our office in that we added part-time staff so that they could work some night and weekend shifts. But what we've discovered is that um, we have create a service offering passports to the public, and we're the only office in Utah County that's open in the evenings and on weekends, which means that we are serving people when they yeah. need to be served rather than making them take, take time off work. And what we found is that we are increasing the number of passports and the number of services that we provide, and that actually pays for the staff and the time that we're open. So even though we've expanded our footprint, we're better serving the people, and it literally pays for itself. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, the name of the game is the efficiency, the effectiveness. What What is it that we're serving and delivering to the people? So tell us just some, some timing on this. Uh, people who are just kind of catching up and saying, okay, uh, Tanner Ainge is leaving to go uh, join Governor Cox's team uh, on the uh, Economic Development Board. Uh, so mm-hmm. we have a, an open slot there on the Utah County Commissioner. Tell us what the timing is. What does this look like moving forward? So right now, it's looking like this special election will take place on April 17th. And like you said, it'll be the Republican Party Central Committee for Utah County. So we're looking at just about a month to um, see who's this week. They will open filing for that race. And so we'll see who's going to file to run with me. Um, and, And then we'll have about a month. And elections will happen on the 17th at the next commission meeting. After that, the commissioners will hopefully accept that nomination and the person will take office immediately. So this will all be done before the end of April. Wow. So that's a that's a uh, quick turn uh, election to be sure. Uh, but we look forward to having some uh, additional conversations with you and anyone else who decides to jump into that race for the Utah County uh, Commission seat. Uh, again, we've been joined today by uh, Amelia Powers Gardner, uh, the Utah County Clerk, and uh, look forward to having a conversation and looking at other ways that innovation is making a difference uh, for people in Utah County coming up. Amelia, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. All right. Uh, that's going to be a really interesting race down in Utah County uh, for that open seat. Uh, again, it was it, a very interesting uh, commission down there. And uh, who takes that spot from Tanner Ainge as, as he, again, resigned uh, to go to the governor's office uh, will be really interesting. Uh, the first person in the race, uh, Utah County Clerk Amelia Powers Gardner, jumps into that race. And uh, she has a, a really interesting story, a really interesting history. Uh, but innovation seems to be the principle that she is driven by. Uh, and she has some uh, great results there. So it's going to be an interesting conversation. We'll look forward to uh, talking more with Amelia over the next few weeks. Again, it's about four weeks out to April 17th uh, when that election will take place to fill that seat. And uh, filing will be open uh, in the coming days. And so we'll see who else jumps into that race and we'll invite them on to the conversation as well. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, uh, our good friend James Walner is going to join us from Washington, D.C., the sage of the Senate. And he's going to talk about what comes next and are Democrats planning to use reconciliation as an ongoing strategy to get things done on their own. Stay with us.
It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.